This episode is brought to you by Netgear, Orbi Wi-Fi 6. Is your Wi-Fi feeling old? It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. Coming up on TMS, Fry's ribbed for her pleasure. Government adjacent. Is there a show called Battlestar something? Candy crushing that duker. Crazy neighbor has a lot to answer for. Sniff the shirt or be present. Never both. Full frontal nightcrawler. That wasn't a real barf, thank goodness. Free hotel room connection. Explaining how men's rooms work. Remember the Titus. Trek nerd, ga ga ga, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Viagra. Viability. Viable. Vile. Viaduct. Vians. Vibrancy. Vibraphone. Vibrator. Vicar of Christ. Vicarious liability. Vice chairman. Vice president. Vice squad. Viceroy. Vicious. Vichyssoise. Viciously. Vicissitudes. Victimhood. Viciousness. Vagina. I went out of pity. Ah, shit. I went out of pity. The morning The morning stream. That's my safety word. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is TMS, the morning stream for Monday, February 17th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Nibbett. Hi, Brian Nibbett. Good morning. Well, hello, Scott. How are you? I'm all right. I feel uh, a little frazzled, but I I think that's a new Monday normal because I got to get a comic out in the morning and uh, it's already drawn and done. I just have to do all the posting and the the five different ways it goes out on the web and everything. And I I think Mm -hmm. I, I need to carve out an additional like 20 minutes on my Monday just to make sure I've got everything covered because, you know, little things can happen. It's like, oh, how come yes. MailChimp is lagging? Okay, well, I got to deal with that for a minute. Oh, okay, it was just a temporary thing. All right, well, no problem. Oh shoot, I forgot to put the file. You know, like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think ahead. I gotta have some plan. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's fine. It's this fine. this could be a day to do that, right? Because we won't have the distractions of the bank or mail right. or <laughs> right, which explains why everything I ordered last week that I need for stuff doesn't come till tomorrow, and I'd forgotten mm-hmm. about this dumb holiday. Like, why is this even? Why is this a holiday? Nobody. We don't get this off. Who's this for? Bankers no. and uh, government people. That's it. That's exactly. It. Government workers. Well, Tina as well. Yeah, that's true. She's a because she can't she can't uh, do security clearances because the people that she would normally need to interview are uh, are off today. So so she's government adjacent. We're gonna call her that. She's government adjacent, right? She doesn't work for she doesn't work for the government. Nope. She doesn't, she doesn't, watch, wa- the doesn't watch the news. All right, check this out, everybody. Uh, I got a I've got a Monday morning film review. And it's me. What? <laughs> I know. What an MMFR from Scott. I know. What? Isn't that weird? It's just crazy. So um, I know. we've been lagging ever since the Oscars. Well, mm-hmm. which I guess is just a week ago. But <laughs> yeah, we've been like, oh, okay, we don't have to rush out and see eight movies a week to, to make sure we see everything we want to see. That's true. This is one I just did for fun. So here's our little theme. It's like 20th century. 21st century Fox now. Mm-hmm. I heard they were going to rename it. It was going to be called uh, Twenty Something Else. They're not. They're going to change the name of Twentieth Century Fox now that Disney owns it. They want to change it. What did they change oh, really? it to? Yeah, hold on. This is actually this is a kind of interesting. Twentieth Century thing. Mouse. Twentieth Century New Name. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, Disney officially releases Twentieth Century Studios intro. 
Oh, it's now called 20th Century Studios. That's it. 20th Century Studios. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, uh, that's fine, right? Yeah. That's it's okay. funny that they didn't update it to 21st. Like, if if we're gonna change it from 20th Century Fox to 20th Century Studios, you think? Well, let's update it to 21st Century Studios. I mean. It, it, all things being equal, yes. Why not? Yeah, why? Why? Right. Why? You're making with... one. You're changing the business cards anyway. Right. Might as well make that change as well. It's a and, single uh, digit. Kevin can make the Photoshop change to the one from the zero. <laughs> That's right. Just do it. It is. It is a bad idea to include any sort of of uh, time indicator in your company name. Right. Because because it's going to get outdated. Like we are. Uh, some Blingtron 2000. I know Blingtron, but I'm trying to think of like a good company name. Apparently, I've got a wow on my mind. Yeah, I like it. But uh, anything that's got like a uh, you know, a year or something in it is going to get outdated eventually. So, yeah, get get ahead of this, guys. Don't be don't be late. Don't be lame. So, there it is. Disney Studios official leases 20th Century Studios logo. I wonder if this logo is playable. Oh, it's it's for the trailer for um. Call of the Wild, which we also saw last night in our little film. Oh, did you really? Yeah. At the Harrison that Ford deal. belongs in a museum, Dad. <laughs> My daughter, because she's a boob, and I'm in the best way, uh, she remembers reading that book in high school, and as soon as they showed the trailer, she burst into tears because she still gets really uh, emotional Aww. about the Call of the Wild movie, or show, uh, book. So yeah, She goes, I can't see that movie, Dad. And I look over at her, and she, her t- she's just tearing up. I'm like, Carter, it's just a trailer. It's fine. Everything's fine. We're all fine here. Mm. All right, hey. So anyway, that's a, that, that leads me right to what <laughs> I did yesterday. I went to uh, I went to see a movie, and uh, with the with, took just the daughter. Me and Kim went downtown, picked her up, and hung out, had breakfast, and went and saw a movie. We went and saw Sonic, the Hedgehog. Uh huh. Sonic, the revamped Hedgehog. Right, the revamped, regraphicked uh, Hedgehog. All for the best, by the way. That that changes exactly what they should have done. Um, However, here's the weird bit. Not what I expected. Uh, it's a good movie under there. Like, it's hmm. actually pretty good. <laughs> like, really? I mean, it's not really for me. Like, it is for me from a nostalgia point of view because I love my Genesis yeah. and played a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog and all of that. Um, but it also just is a fun, super family-friendly, kids-are-going-to-love-it movie. Um, hmm. It's not... It's better than it ever deserved to be, <laughs> and I'm really surprised by it. Um, I, I came away I just too. having a great time. It was really fun. Uh, does it? So I've seen the trailer. Yeah. Does it feel? Is it? Is it more than what I'm predicting? It is based on the trailer. Like, am I? After watching the trailer, am I thinking? Or here's what I am thinking. Okay. Don't tell me. Don't tell me what I'm thinking. Yeah, you think what you think. Um, Go ahead. I think it's you know all right. It is a formulaic story. Sonic lands on Earth or, or suddenly appears, befriends a dude, and together they have to stop Robotnik, John, uh, Jim Carrey, and... Kind of, except it's a little bit reversed. Along the way, somebody learns something about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. The stru- Structurally, it's that, you know. Like, there's okay. there, right. there's some nuance to it, actually. Robotnik, his origin is that he works for the government, and he's trying to track down this blue anomaly. So okay. that eventually turns on him and stuff. But it's... It's such a flimsy game premise that somehow, somehow that all of those tropes you just mentioned, they just kind of work. It's just kind of a really? feel good, okay. good time. Like they don't, they don't take themselves too seriously. And uh, you know, James Marsden is ridiculously charming, 
and just sure. sort of does what he does and he's fine in it and um all the supporting cast are fine i will say this, this is the first time i've laughed out loud at jim carrey in years like he is very mm. funny in this and wow. uh in a way that it's old jim carrey it's like just the mask frenetic sort sort of but not even quite that just frenetic and energetic and just all over the place and loud and crazy and facial expressions and all of that like it almost like what i'm describing almost sounds annoying but it's it actually works here very well and i was really surprised so here's the thing the underlying movie didn't really change all they changed was the the character model i mean the and, cgi of yeah. Uh, the right yeah all of the stuff to deal with the actual you know actual sonic and the result is i think they already had a decent underpinning which is probably what motivated them. They're like, you know what? It'd be worth it for us to do this. Let's let's make the change. They outcry strong enough. It makes sense. Let's spend the extra money. Let's do what we have to do because we think we have a potential hit here. And they made more money over the weekend than any opening of any video game in the history or video game movie in the history of video game movies. So it did really well. The previous uh, record holder was uh, Let's Go Pikachu or whatever the hell it's called. What's it called? Pikachu. Oh, the, the detective, uh, detective Pikachu. Yeah, that was the last uh, record holder. Um, mm-hmm. But this beat it. And um, yeah. I just, I don't know, dude. I walked out of there going, that was so much fun. And they had great references cool. and nerdy stuff. The credits are my favorite thing in the world. Because oh, they really? did this right. cool retro thing that just I didn't expect. And Does does the movie begin with Sega? It did. And it was awesome yeah. because they do this <laughs> thing. Oh, I'm so glad you asked that because I almost forgot yeah. to say it. The, the logo, what how it starts is like old school 16-bit um uh, Sonic running, you know, through Green Hill okay. Zone or something. Uh-huh. But then the camera starts to pull back, and next to him is a Streets of Rage screen going on, and next to that is a Golden Axe, and over here is Space Harrier. Uh-oh. And oh no, are they setting up the Sega Cinematic Universe? Kinda. It was like one of those Marvel <laughs> logos. You know how the Marvel really? logo oh, okay, shows yeah. all the montage, yeah. except these were all like yeah, video really. game screens, all gridded out. And as it zoomed out, you see all these Sega games that get just bigger and bigger. I mean, they had like uh, what was that? Um, pl- um, Oh, what was that weird dance game? They're making a VR game now. Yeah, the um, Planet Ninety Nine. Space or... Channel Five. Space Channel Space Five. That's 5. it. That's it. Yeah, they had that in there. Oh, Dong Man's back. Oh, Dong awareness. Well, this one's not very good. It does not work on my uh, no, on my whatever app this is that I'm using. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's terrible. I got to put that follower yeah. remote on. I keep forgetting. But anyway, uh, what was I saying? I forgot. Um, oh, uh, the, the Sega pull back the Sega opening logo. Right, right. So this stuff pulls back, and it's just this grid of tons and tons of games. And as it pulls out, those get, you know it gets smaller and more definite. You realize, oh, it's making the Sega logo. And then in a big huh. orchestrated, like resounding, like rumble seats fashion, it goes <laughs> rrr, rrr, like the Sega sound. <laughs> it's great. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Okay, I kind of. I kind of actually would love to see a Sega Cinematic Universe with all these, like, you know, all of a sudden, Choo Choo Rocket, the movie. <laughs> and, I mean, I, who knows? I, I doubt that. Right. They may do sequels to this because this was really fun and, you know, it did well it's successful. Sure. And the the audience scores are very positive. Tomatoes are, you know, it's in the it's in the fresh range. It's currently at 64 or something. Wow. Plenty. And I would call it about that. It's not, you know, you're not going to walk out here going, Man, did the Oscars just miss this one? Like, wow! <laughs> it's not that, right? It's not one of those. Sure. But if I was an eleven-year-old kid, I would think I just saw the coolest thing I ever saw. Like, I would. Well, be the sad so thing jazzed. is, the eleven-year-old kid would never have had. Well, would unlikely have had access to a Sega Genesis. 
That's true. Like That's true. It's a weird. It's a weird Venn diagram of the people who owned a Sega Genesis and the people who are young enough to really love a movie like this. There's so little overlap. Yeah. But, but, yeah. um, the nostalgia factor is that is that overlap is that Venn diagram overlap. Yeah, you're right, and it's also it also works for kids because I think well I think Sonic as a character is sort of carried on anyway in the popular culture mm-hmm. even though the games haven't been great he's still sort of out there. Um, sure. There's comics and there's car- cartoons mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean they have access to. Sure, they, have access they know to who them. he is. But what really surprised me is during the movie there were a lot of kids in this theater, um, and during the movie they were quiet when you're supposed to be quiet, like no loud mm-hmm. kids. It was great. Mm-hmm. And then when yes. something happened that was shocking, that would be let's say that would be shocking to a ten year old in the story, you would hear kids gasp. In the theater, <laughs> I heard kids go, "Really? Oh, that's oh, cool! That's, whoa! That's really like, cool. we can't believe it!" It was just like this great experience of like, "Oh yeah, right. These sometimes can be okay, you know. Like these don't have to mm. all be shit. This is like mm-hmm. a decent film, and it's fun, and I had a blast." And yeah. oh, J.C. Calhoun found the uh, found the video of the Sega logo movie intro. Well, let's take a look here. I think this. Uh, He's probably oh, right. that's quick. That's a really quick one. I bet that's not the one you heard. Cause yeah, let me see here. Oh, yeah. That, why is this sped up? That's way sped up. That's not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The one I was, the one I saw was very slow, and it had mm-hmm. Mario sounds as it started to get out, and then you heard the other game sounds kind of blend in, and then they all kind of. Sonic, not Mario. Yeah. Or yeah. Did I say Mario? There's, <laughs> yeah. There's also some pretty good digs at Mario in this game or in this. Movie. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, uh-huh. that's great. Like there's a, I don't want to give anything away because it's actually legit a spoiler, but there's like some pretty oh, well, good shit. Well, I'll definitely watch it when it comes to streaming. I don't know if, um, right now, if we, uh, go see a movie in the theater, probably birds of prey would be our next one or that, um, that underwater one. If that's still in the theaters, maybe that one kind of tanked. No pun intended. Wait, the one with, the, um, underwater one. What is that? It's called underwater and it has, um, geez, it's like, it's like the abyss kind of horror movie but there's a creature under the water um jc calhoun says underwater was not good Kristen stewart that's who i was trying to remember oh okay yeah i hadn't heard of that why why, that's completely new to me for some reason usually i know about these things uh well okay well Well, it is it is horror movie time right now right with uh is it um yeah, isn't a Fantasy Island nine percent? Not surprised about Bloomhouse's Fantasy Island. Oh, nine percent! Uh, Boo! Boo! It seems like there was there were a bunch of horror movies that came out recently. Oh yeah, uh, Fantasy Island. Look at that. Yeah, it's like uh, it made enough money though. That. Probably made their budget back. Doolittle, I don't care about. Um, Doolittle is at fifteen. <laughs> you don't want that one. Yeah. Oh, Just Mercy we want to see. I haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah, The Turning is one of those new ones. That one is, uh, that's the one with Mackenzie Davis from uh, Blade Runner and, um, oh, uh, what was the Halt and Catch Fire, the TV show? Oh, the uh, right, The Blonde. Um, yep. From, By the way, yeah. I just watched Blade Runner 2049 uh, over the weekend. Woke up Saturday morning a little, a little hungover because <laughs> kind of overdid it a lot Saturday night after the... Uh, the mammoth game yeah well crazy neighbor but uh it's like okay so watched a little bit of the original blade runner i'm like you know what i've, I've seen this a billion times i've not i've only seen 2049 a couple times let's watch that and so i watched that in the morning forgot so, about so good and the from knives out being the uh 
uh, the VR love yeah. of uh, Ryan Gosling's life. And yeah. uh, she's amazing. She's so she's good. great. Yeah, I love her. I love that movie. Twenty forty nine is yeah. amazing. Yeah, really is. Cannot wait Boy, to see. It's long. I can't, it's very long, but I can't <laughs> yeah. wait to see Villeneuve's Dune. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. And uh, and the guy um, Deacons, Roger Deacons, who did all the cinematography for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, was the guy who just won for all the great work he did in nineteen seventeen. Oh, look at him with all the numbers and the years. That's right. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I will only do movies with years in the title. Yeah, from now on. That's pretty funny. Uh, well, anyway, I liked it. Sonic the Hedgehog, catch it. Especially if you got kids, take your kids. They'll love it. Four-year-olds, totally fine. As long as they can comprehend, they'll love it. It's just a fun, non-violent, not scary, but also kind of cool. The effects are good too, by the way. It's not cheesy and lame. They're just it's really good, well done stuff. There's some cheese. Don't get me wrong. Like this movie's got sure. some cheese, and there are moments where I was like, "Oh, can my eyes roll any harder?" And it was usually when the what's his name would uh, uh, who does Sonic's voice? I forgot his name. John Ralphio from uh, from uh, freaking uh, Parks and Recreation. I can't think of his name. That actor. oh yeah okay that guy yes that guy right he he's all right mm-hmm. but there he's definitely the cheesiest line deliverer of the film and lots of dad style jokes and they're just bad. But mm-hmm. it's still fun. Schwartz, yeah. Still fun. It's just a fun time, and I liked it. So do that. Cool. See that. All right. Yeah. Good, good use of the rings, by the way. So you know how Sonic he, he collects rings, and if he gets yeah. hit, they he all get dropped. Something right all over the place, and he's got to go pick them up again, or else he only has one hit death. Right. So they figured out a way to integrate rings in a way that was really good, like huh. actually a smart somebody sat somebody actually put thought into it. To make some of the video game things that happen in the Sonic universe work in this movie. And I was surprised. And also, wow. Jim Carrey had me rolling. He was very, really? very funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. Oh, I got to tell you about this guy. So we're at the, we had went to the mall after to grab a couple things. Uh, Kim and mm-hmm. I did. And, um, oh, Kim enjoyed the movie too. If, if I didn't mention that, she liked it. Oh, good. Okay. Anyway, we go to the mall. And I had to go to the men's room there where you go to the, you know, you go see the, where the men go. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like if there's one thing you don't have to explain, it's what happens in the men's room. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So I went in there and uh, it's a busy one and it's a, it's a mall. So you got people in there mm-hmm. and there's limited stalls and all that sort of thing. And uh, so there are people waiting. I just had to pee. So I went in there to pee and uh, doing my business. And there's suddenly this kid walks in, in some pretty crazy crazy get up Korean guy and I knew that because okay. I heard him talking before he came in and I know I recognize the language because my brother speaks Korean so as soon as I heard it I was like oh Korean guy incoming didn't know who he was talking to or what was going on but it's him and a friend and I kind of glance around and look at him and I see him look at his phone and he takes his phone and he hits it a couple of times and then this blaring full volume out of the speakers of his phone version of some k-pop song comes on okay nothing better than tinny uh phone speakers for yeah. listening to music it's amazing yeah, yeah. really great so- sound quality but in this bathroom it's even more echo- echoey and stuff he turns this thing up whatever this k-pop boy band thing was and then just starts and then holds it up here to his head almost like we would in like break into electric boogaloo with a like a freaking mm-hmm. boom box he's holding mm-hmm. he's holding his phone up here and he just starts dancing around the bathroom to this k-pop all around people, he's like weaving in and out of people and like going up next to the wall, putting his foot up on the wall and then going over to the other side. And then he's <laughs> singing along with it with this K-pop thing for the, really? enti- for the entire time I was in there. 
as if no one else was there. Like he's just in his bedroom dancing around, listening to right. his favorite song. Like it's- filming his own little music video of, uh, yeah, number one, phones in a public men's restroom need to be put away. I it's, agree. It's, it's like it's like the movie theater. You shouldn't be talking on your phone while you're peeing, like <laughs> holding your shoulder while you're doing your business. If you're in the stall and you're getting your phone out to have a conversation, I will flush the toilet and say, he's on the phone in the toilet yep. so that the person on the other line can uh, uh, can hear it. No, it's it's uh, it does not belong. No, I, no phone use. I agree. I will say, all right, a little game of Candy Crush while you're taking a duker, sure, but that's sure. about it. That's that, a really... And that's fine. You can do that without interrupting anyone or yes, causing exactly. any sort of whatever you just exactly. do it don't turn your volume all the way up but this guy i mean you never even by the time i left he had never even he didn't even look like he had to use the bathroom he was just dancing really? around. he his, was just looking for a place with good acoustics yeah i mean his friend was in the shitter like his friend walked into the thing and shut the door and he's just in there doing his thing and he's yeah. out there just dancing around waiting for his friend and all these other people are looking at him like really are you do, are you really doing this like <laughs> Like just in front of everybody like this. Okay. Free spirit, man. Don't let nobody hold you down, I guess. Wow. Yeah. That was something. But then I get this text. Good for you. Good for you, bathroom K pop dancing man. That's right. Then I get this. Well, I guess I guess it's Saturday, but I get this text from Brian about a French fry. (laughs) And you have to tell me the story. (laughs) Yeah. So this was at the Mammoth game. And uh, so Crazy Neighbor and I still have our our, um, season uh, season tickets, but we've given up the, the tickets that. Mrs. Crazy Neighbor and Tina would use because uh, Mrs. Crazy Neighbor wasn't having as much fun at the game, and it was always a real hard time last minute trying to find somebody who take her seat. So just uh, not not a live Tina sports just not a live sports fan. She doesn't like that just stuff. not she. You know, if it were the Packers, she'd be there two hours early to make sure that uh, uh, you know the area around her seat was clear of debris mm. and that uh, mm. <laughs> the sound system was adequately. Uh, tuned to <laughs> our section um so yeah so we just have it's just me and dave now crazy neighbor dave uh who goes see the mammoth and he he nudges me and says take a look at the way the woman across the aisle eats french fries <laughs> and i'm like oh really okay <laughs> and i watched as she had an entire french fry boat those little cardboard boats full of french fries yeah we'll catch up catch up pile in the corner and she would take one French fry and put it partially in her mouth. <laughs> and then with her hand or her finger, she would push the French fry in like she's loading a juicer or uh, <laughs> or trying to unstick a fax machine or something. <laughs> sometimes it would be with the finger, sometimes with the whole palm of her hand. Usually if it was uh, she'd do two or three fries at once, she would do the palm of her hand like a, like she's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, getting turning trees into pulp with one of those tree mashers. So wait, was she was she chewing as she did it? Like was she going nine, 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 like that, or is it just yes? Um, no, she would chew after the entire fry was in her mouth, unless it was a long fry, and then she would chew. But Ugh. but it was like a, I mean, we we could almost like make it sound like as soon as it was going in. That's weird. And uh, yeah, they were crinkle cut fries, so she was getting the whole like. Oh yeah! Experience with the lips too. Yeah, why not? Why not go full? Those uh, those, uh, <laughs> those fries were ribbed for her pleasure. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But yeah, it was. It, it, I couldn't. We couldn't take our eyes off of it, and we were trying to be very subtle. And like, if she looked like she was going to be looking our way, we'd suddenly be watching back, focused on the game. But uh, did so she never caught you guys looking at her, or staring. Never at Never caught us because she would still. She'd still smile and high five us. Uh, high five us all when the uh, mammoth scored which was a lot they won. 
Was her uh, hand all greasy with fry juice and salt and everything? <laughs> you know what? It's a good point. Uh, they might have her palms might have been a little salty and greasy from. <laughs> yeah, I went. I mean, when I'm, I'm trying to think, when I eat fries and I don't think anyone's looking, what am I doing? I'm actually just biting, chewing. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you put the fries in your mouth, mm-hmm. you chew. It's not. It, you don't. You're not like. Mm. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like the lady eating out of a mayonnaise it. bottle. Or mayonnaise bottle at a at a game. Did you ever see that lady? She's just like spooning mayonnaise. No, really. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's got to be. She's got to be punking us. Like, that's what I think. It's really something like Greek yogurt in there with. Yeah, it's got to be right. Like, why would anyone do that? I would think so. I would think so. Nobody does that. But and then you know, yeah. later that night, I decided to go out and just overdo it with crazy neighbor. We took, uh, we got two of those little lift scooters, and rode them <laughs> completely across downtown denver to the sake place the colorado sake company yeah um that did not end 20 well, degree no. weather yeah. basically we could not feel our fingers by the time we got to our our location <laughs> yeah you don't live we live in the same climate man you're that's bad night to be out in the it is a like really that. bad night and then um uh i checked my pockets yesterday morning and found that i had taken one of the glasses from the colorado sake company i don't remember doing that but apparently i took one of their glasses and put in my pocket what do they look and, like and uh, also like... missed a lift ride and i got charged for missing a lift ride because i had ordered one i guess and i and you forgot boy you guys did drink you put some you put some of that down yeah i don't like that i don't like it i don't like that feeling at all of finding things out that i did the night before because i don't want to uh uh i don't i don't like that experience of not feeling like i had control that happened that one time in the crazy neighbor's basement I noticed that the one connection or the oh, one commonality yeah. to every time this happens to you is crazy neighbor is the one absolutely. vector point. Oh, he is the absolutely the common denominator. Yeah, because yeah. I think we would have we would have probably stopped at one place, had one cider or something like that. If we'd stopped someplace right by the Pepsi Center, gotten in a lift or gotten on the the train, and um, yeah, and ended up uh, I, the for the the lift ride that we did take. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like a fifty dollar lift ride. I don't know why what made it so expensive, but it was. Uh, Normally, coming from downtown is about twenty bucks. Yeah, what do you think but, that um, was about? Did they go a weird route or something? How's that work? No, I, I think know. it was Prime. It must have been Prime or something, or, oh. or I don't know. But it was uh, maybe Crazy Neighbor pooped on the chair in the back, and they had to charge it. Uh, <laughs> maybe double. Maybe maybe somehow the uh, the psyche company said, "All right, throw throw a few extra bucks on this because the dude walked out with one of our glasses." Yeah. No kidding. Well, all right. Well, you're alive, though. All's well. I'm alive, and then I met uh, Chad, the drone guy, yesterday from our chat room. Met nice. him for uh, a cider because I, you know, if if I wouldn't have, uh, I definitely wanted to meet up with him. Mm-hmm. And we were meeting at the terminal bar at the Union Station in downtown Denver. Mm. I felt like I had to have a drink there. Yeah. But had I had I not been meeting him, I would not have had anything to drink <laughs> yesterday. And I did keep it to just a cider because, like, all right, a cider I could do, but I still was feeling a little rough from from saturday so let me understand this do ciders yes. have alcohol i mean they do but it's just less right yeah. it's like a way less it's like drinking a beer okay all right yeah it's a nice mild little uh thing. exactly entry yep. level a little, little hair of the dog maybe that was okay and then i went and did trivia afterwards and had a good night yeah and dude how was your trivia mind after all of that everything kick in i uh, actually went well we uh it was just two of us it was just me and don and we still won um by one point uh, 19 teams playing last night at uh, Milk Market, and we won by one point. Nice. That's pretty good. Yes. That's pretty good. Yes. That's pretty good. I mean, I'm no 
expert on any of this and how it works, but it sounds like winning by one point is better than losing by any points. So well done. This is absolutely true. Yes. Well done indeed. For sure. All right. Speaking of games of skill and, and the mind and contests of and a little bit of the of luck. Prowess. Some luck. Some luck. Now this. We're gonna pay pay. We're gonna play Babel Royale with our good pal Brian Dunaway, who's on the line from almost said North Carolina. South Carolina. Hi, Brian. Pay me. Pay you. Oh, oh. hi, Scott and oh, Brian. Hi. How Hello. Are you? Hi. How are you? Are you are you doing well? Are you warm and comfy and all the things that you should be? No, I'm not warm and comfy. It's wet and cold outside. Oh. I don't like it. Okay. I, well. I'm not made for this weather. Well, we're not. You know, we're only. I'm made for. I'm made for seventy degrees. Sure. It, yeah, like you know. Normal humidity. Yeah, normal. Please and please and thank you. I'm pretty excited because in June I get to come join your your heat monster, uh, Southern Heat, when I go to Mississippi, and it's going to be freaking oh, nasty. Oh yeah, going to be What's pitting that? out. That's June June something. I forget. Oh, I M I double crooked back. How does it go? Uh, <laughs> I've never heard that. I've heard M I double S I double uh, S I double double P I or something like that. It was something flow on uh, Alice said. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> M-I-S-S-S-I, wait, M-I-S-S-I-P-T-I. M-I, crooked back, crooked back, something, something, I can't remember. I don't remember that at all. I just remember how to spell it because we had normal schools. Just kidding. Hey, uh, Brian Dunaway, it's good to have you here. People with crooked backs. Hey, you should go see that. uh, You should see that Sonic movie. I think you and... uh, I want to see the Sonic movie. I heard you talking about it earlier, and I'm very excited about going to see it. It it seems like it'd be right up my alley. It is up your alley. I know you'll enjoy it. I'm just picturing Sky going to the movie theater. Oh, let's see. Sonic or Parasite? Uh, right. Korean Oscar winner, best foreign film. Time for some Sonic. Uh, yeah, Sonic. Uh, <laughs> is it? Did it have? Did it have any blast processing? Uh, no, but they <laughs> they made a couple of references to a few things like that. I won't give away where That's or what. But it that was, actually is really funny. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. Well, then, I'd uh, like to pay for my ticket with quarters, please. For the for the record, our choices were that or Birds of Prey. And uh, Parasite is not showing at that theater, so we would have to have gotten oh, that at home yeah. or something. I don't know if that's... That would be kind of a tough choice. I, I want to see Birds of, I want to see Bird of Prey too, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I want to see it. it. I hear it's great. I hear it's real good, yeah. so I need to see it. Hey, uh, we got a caller on the line to play this game. Well, let's just find out who it is. Hello, thanks for waiting. Who's this? Oh, hello there, Scott, Brian, and Brian. Oh, hello. Who's this? Oh, Hi. <laughs> It, it, it's Ian. I am. Sorry. Oh, it's Ian. You didn't sound like Ian at first. That was weird. <laughs> that that really threw me. It didn't sound like Ian at all for a second. That was weird. It sounded like Randy. Yeah, it was a little like Randy. I, 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 I was, Brian, I was putting on my, my Randy voice a little bit. That's what it sounded that, like. That, that might have been it. Yeah. Well, did I ever tell you about the guys the time I did a podcast with <laughs> three other podcasters? That's right. <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time that I was sci-fi? Yeah. <laughs> I was sci-fi as opposed to I am sci-fi. True story. Uh, well, that's great. It's good to have you here. Uh, we're going to have you be a part of today's game. Brian, you're going to explain how it works. I am going to do exactly that. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth, giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, they repeat an answer, or they hem and haw and piddle around and take too long to come up with an answer. The win will go to the other player. Your job, Ian, is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you're playing for a couple of games from our Steam Library pl- prize closet. Fluffy Horde and Chasm. Ooh, Chasm. Ooh, I like Chasm. Chasm's good. good. Yeah, but, and, and we have a closet of codes. Deceptive. We have a closet of codes. Yep. The prize right. closet. 
That's right. We keep it. We keep it in there. We try not to come out of the closet, and when we do, <laughs> that's right. We're ready to go. I can't do a good. Can't do a good creaking closet noise. Can I be an angry dad for just a minute? Yeah, go for it. Sure, sure. So I've been looking for my jacket, specific jacket, for weeks now. Hmm. Is it your and morning so jacket? I'm in the I'm in the hall jacket closet. Yeah. This is what brought all that up. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I noticed there's a jacket kind of on the ground. I'm like, oh, what is this one? And so I start shoving through, and there's like literally 10 jackets on the floor. Mm. Apparently, somebody couldn't find any clothes hangers, so they thought it'd be a good idea to just throw all the Just toss them on the floor? On the floor wow. Oh. I'd be pissed. And just take the, oh, so mad. Yeah. Oh, so dad mad. Yeah, that's dad mad. <laughs> there's this difference. Dad there's mad. Specific dad yeah. mad. That mom mad, too. My mom, my wife would. She gets on a war path, and that happens. So, uh, no totally jacket talk. Yeah, no jackets. Yes. No, forget Let's not about, talk jackets. about jacket. Anymore. Yeah, you got to wear. You got to wear your jacket. Oh, no, that's we got to move like Jagger. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, hey. Anyway, uh, uh, so the topic today, you know, now you know the prizes. The topic today <laughs> comes to us from TMS Mashups, Jamie. There are thirty-seven Shakespeare plays. Plays, no. not novels, not not stories, not poems, but plays. Okay. I want to see how many of them you can name. There are 37 total. Wherefore out though, Babble Royale, he says. Nah. Uh, is what Jamie says. Uh, those, that is your category. You guys, how do you guys feel about that one? I like it. Just I'm give, in. Just to give Ian some. Uh, I feel good uh, about it. All right. I feel right. I feel, feel like thou shalt have a good uh competition yeah oh good uh, excellent i hope you name things from the <laughs> ten commandments uh ian now that you've heard their confidence level <laughs> uh who All do right. you want to go first and who do you think's gonna win let's see uh i think i'm gonna go with dunaway for the win and scott goes first all right okay i'm down with that let's do it all right scott um, begin let's just get some of the low-hanging fruits here right go for romeo and juliet oh, that's, that's a good, a good one, one. Nine, uh, 1594 1954 1594 that one was written mm-hmm. and uh starting mm-hmm. us off all right how about uh, uh, that... did the uh the 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 uh, adaptation one of the movie adaptations oh, right nice. about, right. Uh, that sounds like a much ado about nothing if you ask me so <laughs> ah! that's what i'm going for 1598's much ado about nothing um, kind of uh, a phrase that should get used a lot more these days. Wow, that's much mm-hmm, ado about mm-hmm, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's do. Um, oh geez, my brain. Othello, Othello, Othello. A uh, movie about a board game with uh, black and white chips, <laughs> or I mean, not a movie, a play about a board game with black and white chips. <laughs> Amazing that he was able to to fill so many pages about. Uh, you know, placing chips and flipping over all the other ones between your two colors. Amazing. Sure, mm-hmm. 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 sure. sure. Fun game. Othello, 1604. All right. Wherefore art thou? Uh, no, Ham- let's go with Hamlet. Hamlet, sure. Let's go with Hamlet. Since we already, since we already covered Romeo and Juliet. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's, That's what I was from. thinking. I was trying <laughs> to, to remember. To be or not to be, that is Hamlet, 1600. Mm. Okay. King, uh, King Lear. Is my next one. That's a good one. King Lear, sixteen oh five. King Lear, a very good choice there. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'd I'd be remiss not to mention Macbeth. Yes, break a leg. Sixteen oh five. Macbeth was written. Jeez. Um, Julius Caesar is one of them, isn't it? Julius Caesar, fifteen ninety nine. Okay. Very good. Et tu, Brute? Et tu. 
to a Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh. Midsummer Night's Dream, 1595. Midsummer Night's Dream was launched upon us. Um. Oh boy, now we're getting in the weeds. Uh. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> Brian's Brian's video just helped me. Uh, the Tempest. The Tempest. No. What video? <laughs> yeah, How come you're seeing the video? Because he's Where's got my, video video my, my he... Tempest machines that I have scattered all yeah. over the place. Yes, The Tempest 1611. Um, again, a play about a video game where you're shooting down uh, flippers and uh, and, yeah. and blue uh, blue lines. It's you're amazing. This weird little mm -hmm. crab thing on the outer edge of it, and you zoom through That's and do right. the next one. It's crazy. Yeah. How about the Taming of the Shrews? Oh, very good. Uh, mm -hmm. Adapted into a fantastic episode of Moonlighting, the Taming <laughs> no, of the Shrews. No, that's right. Also turned into what? Ten Things I Hate About You was the. Oh, was, was it? the right, Taming right. of the Shrew? I think so. Yeah. Modernization. Wait, Shrews or Shrew? Do we get them on a technicality here? No, no. I was being oh, it's okay. just Shrew, but right. I, yeah, I like saying Shrews. Okay. I was trying to be. The Shrews. He shrewed a lot. Oh, were you looking at I the shrew. chat and saw Genie say wrong? No S at the end, Scott. Nope. I did not. I heard him say okay. shrews nope. with an S. Okay. I did right. not see it. I, chat room's <laughs> off. I don't look at it during this. Okay. All right. <laughs> I try to. I was trying to catch you. I'm no, trying to catch you right now. No chat room. Trying to catch you. No chat room. Okay. Um, Back to you, Scott. Damn. Hot damn. We're getting in hard territory here. Uh. You already did that, I think, and I don't think. Okay, so there's this movie with Anthony Hopkins in it called Titus. Mm -hmm. oh. And it is a Shakespeare-based adaptation. adaptation. But it's also weird because they set some of it in the future. And it's like very, mm -hmm. it's a very odd adaptation. The thing is, I don't know if that's the full name. I'm going to say Titus because I don't know. It is not just called Titus. Is it? So is it? Is that a bzzz or is that what is that? Just just called Titus is a TV series by Fox. The, <laughs> That's uh, right. Actually, it started uh, during the nineties. So Titus. Uh, Titus. Just I can't remember the Titus. comedian's name. Not right. Titus Burgess. No, uh, it was a tit something Titus. Does no the the TV show is just called Titus, but right, uh, right. the play is called Titus. Christopher Titus, that's right. That was the name of the comedian. Christopher Titus, that's right. Yeah. So the play is called Titus Andronicus. Damn it! Does that uh, count or I've, no? I've, yeah, I can't give it to you. That's, no! a, yeah, that's, that's pretty specific. That's pretty specific. Oh, right. man. See, this is the problem. Very, While we get, uh, we consume all these like modern adap adaptations and they jack it around and then we don't know the real right. names anymore. Just Titus. Uh, Titus is you have weird, man. That is a weird it, movie. It's great, though. I really like that. Yeah. And it's got... Uh, What's his face who played Nightcrawler? Uh, Alan, Alan. Alan, not Tudyk. Alan. Uh, no. Uh, Alan Cumming. Cumming. Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming. Who I really like. I think he's he's he, super compelling as an actor. I and like watching full this right. full man wiener in that movie from him. Oh, um, really? In Titus? Oh yeah, from him. And him Hopkins particularly. From, no, uh, from from that guy. From the other guy. You from said. Alan Cumming. Yeah. Huh. Why well, he goes yeah. bamf through the wall and then you guys see his wiener. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, all right, here's the other ones you could have said. All's well that ends well. Antony and Cleopatra, As You Like It, Comedy of Errors, Coriol, Coriolanus, Cymbeline, Cymbeline. Uh, Henry the Fourth, Parts 1, oh, 2. Hen all that oh, history I stuff. I didn't, I didn't think, didn't, think about I those. That's think funny. About the Henry the uh, Fourth and the Henry the Sixth as Part 1, 2, and 3. Henry the Eighth. I didn't King think John. about his sequels. Dang it. 
<laughs> Love's Labor's Lost, Measure for Measure, Merchant of Venice, Merry Wives of Windsor, Pericles, Richard II, Richard III, Timon of Athens, played by, um, who played Timon? I can't remember who played Timon. <laughs> ah! Uh, Trollus and Cressida, Twelfth Night, and his last one, I'm sorry, the last one alphabetically, Winter's Tale. What is his last play before he died? Do we know what that is? Uh, sure we do. Um, I don't have these sorted in that order. Do I have, let's see, the original email? Now the original email is alphabetically sorted as well. Was it Everything Hurts? Is that the name of it? No? 1612 <laughs> was uh, Henry VIII, and I don't see anything later than that. Huh. So Henry VIII might have been his last one. That was 1612. Well, you know what that uh, you know what that means. Here, I have to play this now. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Ian, you've won. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about your win? I, I feel I feel good because I saw Teddy Sandranik as a Shakespeare in the Park last summer. Oh, so I was kind of oh, hoping that would be the one that you lost. That's on. a great uh, great <laughs> one for Scott to go out on. I Look saw... at you! You're not just I am sci-fi. You are I am multicultured. Well done. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I interrupted. Nice. You were... I was going to say, I saw, I'm trying to remember which one we saw. We went to the Colorado Shakespeare Festival last year and saw Twelfth Night, I think. Oh, ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? So, was that good? It was good. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was uh, um, modernized in their clothing and the way they acted, but still the original dialogue, which is really cool. This has just made me want to watch that Titus movie again. I think I'm going to do it. Titus. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I didn't uh, even know that movie existed, so now I need to go track that down. You should Scott, go find so it. You. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. a weird deal, dude. It's, I think you'd like it. The, you have to check God, it out. God, the visuals yeah. are amazing, though. Like the uh, um, the very cool industrial retro futuristic buildings and... Uh, it's really cool. it's really neat yeah it's this is weird yeah. it it's not like the you know everyone always thinks of um what's his name baz Luhrmann's romeo and juliet and they go oh yeah that's where they mix old shakespearean stuff with modern looking you know they all have guns instead of swords and stuff like that this yeah. is something different than that this is like titus takes it to another level it's like almost like blade runnery mad maxi mm -hmm. kind of weird apocalyptic visions of a lot of stuff he somebody rides a motorcycle if I remember right. Like it's weird. It's a real, <laughs> but at right, the same yeah. time, it's very traditional, like Shakespeare. It's it's something to watch. It's definitely a weird yeah. thing. Uh, Julie Julie Taymor was the director on that. I was trying to remember who who it was, but mm -hmm. uh, Jessica Lang's in it. Uh, who else? Mm -hmm. Bunch of other people. It's very good. Spider Man turned off James, the dark. James Frame. Yeah, that's right. Oh, James Frame is in it. James Frame. James Frame. Oh, that's my yeah. favorite frame. All right, no, uh, James Frayne. We were talking about him last week. He's yeah, the guy who's, uh, yeah, the yeah. guy that's in every period piece thing ever, and he plays Sarek exactly. on uh, Star Star Trek. Yeah. That's the one. I yep. was just making a joke. I just it was my favorite frame. I'm like, not frame, frame. <laughs> you sound like you're his personal lawyer or something. You gotta get this. <laughs> get it right. Get it right. He's frame. He's frame. It's fantastic. All right, uh, Ian, have a great day. Continue to be sci-fi, will you? Will you do that for us? <laughs> we'll do. All right, bye now. Oh, there's the ring. I hate. All right. Uh, well done. Hey, That's Dunaway. That's the ring you hate. Yeah, well, it's just annoying. It's loud. <laughs> hey, uh, you uh, you killed it, dude. Nice job on today's uh, deal. Oh, well, thank you. I have a couple of uh, classic books that I keep by my bedside. And there was a uh, there is a retelling of Shakespeare stories for children that was, I believe it was written in the 1800s. And it was a nice little collectible book I picked up from uh, Barnes and Nobles. Mm. And so I kind of, I flipped through that. Occasionally, that and some Sir, uh, and that and some Shakespeare, and I also got some Sherlock. So I'm in the S's. 
Wow. In my little library of stuff I keep by the bedside. <laughs> also, uh, Titus is now 21 years old. I just want to put that out there. Jeez, Christopher Titus? No, this movie. <laughs> yes, Christopher Titus. Titus Welber, who played uh, the man in black on Lost <laughs> and Bosch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that Colm Fior guy's in it. I love him. He plays Marcus. Oh, yeah. You know who I'm talking about? That guy's great. I do, yes. Uh, from... Uh, uh, Let's see house of cards i'm looking at like what i know him from yeah it's really cool uh by the way there's a there's a really good review on here from film threat uh from then they they you know they still do rotten tomatoes for this stuff and sure. uh this guy says uh it's amazing how enjoyable shakespeare can be when kenneth branagh is not involved oh man <laughs> wow that's a bummer that's i like a, kenneth branagh. yeah why well, are you dragging him in there man jeez louises all right done you away. guys ever have like uh you guys ever have like guilt from books you didn't read in school mm-hmm. and like uh, and go back Some, and read them? Yeah. Like uh, I, I was supposed to read The Wind in the Willows and I never read it. So I picked that up this past year as well. It's like those teachers are still getting in my head. How did you, how'd it go? How'd that reading go? I haven't read it yet. I, oh. still, I got it. I, that's one of the ones that's the guilt, on my. The guilt continues. It, it continues. <laughs> I'm like, I got to get on that. I got a yeah, book report see, to write. I have, uh, I have guilt of, of stuff like that and then I don't act on and i don't read i've right. guilt for not reading as much as i should i, I need right. to read and I, I, I read those clip the, notes uh, on several things that i am like man i just got away with something that i should go back and read those huh all right just well, like the teacher always told me you're, they're like you're only cheating yourself yeah mm-hmm. but just think of all the because, video games you could play instead of reading you could play video games do that instead that's yeah, true see, yeah that's, see, true. that's the problem that's modern <laughs> that's modern uh oh, re- reading writing something Calm Fury was uh, in the uh, uh, Umbrella Academy. He was uh, Reginald Hargreaves. Oh. He's in all the good things. He's great. He is in all the good things. Even some bad things all where he's good in them. Like things. he's he's the uh, oh he's the bad guy in that Vin Diesel follow up to Pitch Black. What was it called? Pitch Blacker. No. <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, he was the bad good dude in that. And wasn't just, there a Pitch Black too before the Chronicles of Riddick? No. No, no, no. Okay, I'm thinking. Wrong. I don't think so. I thought there was something in between there. I thought there was something that was between. There was a vi- there was a black. there was a video game between them that was <laughs> Maybe so. well received. Yeah. That Chronicles of Riddick video game did really well. People liked it. Uh, all right, well then, uh, there you go. That's all we got to say about that. Hey Dunaway, uh, today, today, later today, uh, three thirty Mountain Time, we'll be doing a boop show where he and I sit and talk about those video games we mentioned. And it'll be great because I got a couple of weird indies to talk about, and one I'm going to recommend against. Against, what against? I don't. I don't do against, that very often. I will say, do not play this indie game. Yeah, do not you play. Shall not pass. Not ready for prime time. <laughs> I'll say, uh, but that'll be at three thirty Mountain Time right here, Frogpants.tv or Twitch.tv/slash/Frogpants, however you want to get there. At three thirty, uh, one of the games I played uh, is called Wilson, <laughs> which is Wilson W O L C E N. <laughs> and that I think is rad. So right, uh, I'll talk about that at length. I as played well. Knights and Bikes thanks to Kit London, who uh, usually hangs out around the chat room. Thanks for that recommendal because uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I uh, I think it's I cool. Think you called it a recommendal. Yeah, recommendal. 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 Recommendation. Regimental. Recommendation. That'll be today at three thirty. Brian, kiss our butts. Or okay. Wow. Or on the podcast, maybe is what he was going to say. You can listen to it on the podcast. Uh, all right. Well, there's that. Uh, we are going to 
do a little sure. news because we have just Daryl today, so I'm not yeah. too worried about it. Exactly. Uh, so let's do, do that. Call now or something to fill a little time after uh, Daryl too. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Here we go. Now let's play this. Whoops, where is it? This. Time for the news brought to you by. A brand new Fred and Can strip is available. Get it now at fredcancomic.com. Yeah, go there now. It's a funny little joke today, I think, and a, a relatable one. That's what you always go yeah. for on this stuff is relatability, you know. Yeah, it uh, reminded me of something, too. <laughs> it really hit home at the moment. I feel I'm, like Fred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was having a, you know, was having a great day, and then the can had to just ruin it for mm -hmm. him. Yep. Fredcancomic.com. Check it out. All right. Uh, well, well done, Retlaw. Dead Cells is one of the best games of last year. It's amazing. All right. Uh, moving on to the news. Here's one right here. 2,000 iPhones were given for free by the Japanese government to passengers stuck on a ship due to the coronavirus. Oh, really? Is this the same cruise ship that got the free porn? I don't think so. Um, oh, okay. There are there are multiple cruise ships are there with these quarantines, okay. yeah, which is really freaky like just like if you can give me the free porn and a phone yeah were they just lent to phones or they just gave them gave them away just like gave them away? phones they're like huh. the japanese are so like they they worry about this stuff remember when they they had train delays and they mm -hmm. just spent like days you know apologizing and bowing and apologizing for the train delays like they're just so into like we have everything must go as planned or else, man, we got to make good on it. So they gave phones away. Gave everybody a phone. Wow. Wow. 2,000 nice. phones. Yeah, it is nice. Um, the smartphones were handed to each of the cabin, uh, to each cabin so passengers could access a app made by the government as per uh, 9 to 5. They reported it last week. The said ah. app was the uh, Japanese Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare. Allow people on the quarantine ship to consult with a doctor. Smartphones registered outside of Japan are unable to access the app. This also prompted the ministry to hand out the devices to the passengers. According to the report, the 2,000 devices were handed out to ensure that each cabin had at least one <laughs> unit. So this is basically, it's less about, hey, we're sorry about this, have a have a phone. It's like, well, we need some way to communicate with you. We don't want to go through tech support of trying to get uh, 2,000 people to install an app on whatever device they brought. So we're just going to give you phones. Yeah, basically <laughs> it's cheaper for them. They, right. they did the calculus, and it's cheaper to give them the phone than do anything else, which Good is pretty great. Well done. It's pretty. That great. is actually that is pretty great. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would keep that phone. I would. Sure. Say, I would say thank you for the I'd phone. Clean it off. But. Would you? What would you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually. Uh, I'm, it's probably like five S's or something. I can't imagine that's like. Oh, here's a brand new uh, uh, XR uh, eleven or whatever it is. Eleven XR. Yeah, Leninade makes a good point there. Their summer Olympics are coming up this year, so with summer Olympics on the horizon, you need to mm -hmm. need to have all your poop in order. They need good press, is what they need. Good press. They do. Yes. The Empire of Japan is still good. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something. Oh, when I go to uh, Mississippi, uh, actually, it's you know Vegas is right around the corner for us, right? Um, yes. Yeah. It's like that's uh, an international hub for people over. hanging out. So are you? Are you? Have you thought about that at all? Like we might end up in some some of the similar places that a carrier of the coronavirus might have. Have you thought about that? Uh, yeah, but I mean, no, no more so than um, going to a busy shopping mall or a movie theater or anything like that. The Mammoth Game. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people come to Vegas, but a lot of people come to Denver, and a lot of people travel through Denver, maybe transfer the virus to somebody else, and 
lot of I, don't know, I feel like they're being pretty good about um restricting uh flights coming into the u.s from certain areas and lots of asian people in vegas that's what I'm saying. lots of asian people in vegas yeah scott it's much ado about nothing <laughs> <laughs> hey i know that play <laughs> uh anyway so well done enjoy your hey phones. you know if we get maybe the plaza will give us all free iphones if, yeah uh, somebody there tests positive for coronavirus we'll all be quarantined in our rooms and we'll get free iphones and maybe even some free porn there you go look at the bright side always see see yeah, yeah. no i like it. I'm, I'm in it for the for the goodies for the prizes <laughs> yeah exactly uh smelling your lover's shirt could improve your sleep oh okay now i did this last night did you test smell it. your lover's shirt? Your lover. 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 That always sounds like, hello there, doesn't it? Well, <laughs> lover. Whoops, that's not it. Hello there. Lover. <laughs> uh, oops, our music went away. Um, yeah, I uh, I uh, did this. I smelled Kim's shirt before bed. She just okay. had a shirt there. And I tried it because I did put this article in last night's notes before I went to bed. And I thought, well, let's see if this does anything. I slept sure. pretty good, but I had some wacky dreams. So, <laughs> were your dreams at all shirt smell related? Like, <laughs> no, not that I know of. Like, one of them was okay. that Carter or that Taylor decided to have all of her old high school friends over for a big party to watch a specific episode of Seinfeld. Don't ask hmm. me. Interesting. Uh, what was the episode? Do you remember? I don't remember. That's the problem. Oh, and here's man. here's the weird bit: is in their dream, it all seemed normal, but. It got to be five kids, then 10 kids, then 50 kids. Then it just exponentially, the house was just wall-to-wall kids. So we ended up having two rooms doing viewings of this Seinfeld episode. And then they stayed so long that we ended up showing the Seinfeld episode. Or sorry, we ended up having multiple showings of the same episode over and over again to the people who were there. It was so right. weird. We're now seating the uh, the six fifteen uh, airing of the Seinfeld, please. The six fifteen. It was really weird. And in my Quite dream, in my dream, I was all sad about this because in my dream, I was running around trying to help and serve all these kids and bring them food. And Kim was doing the same. That it was wearing me out so bad that I ended up puking in the dream. Wow! But it felt like I. It was so real. the The presentation was so real <laughs> that I thought I lost my my record, which is twenty two thousand and five. Was the last time I barfed. Right, right. You woke up. You woke up relieved. Oh, that wasn't a real barf. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, I woke up thinking, "Oh no, I've." I at first I woke up. Oh no, I've ruined. I ruined my record. And I went, "No, I haven't. <laughs> it's fine. I'm here. I had a dream." It was a weird dream, and I don't. And the only thing different about last night than any other night is I smelled Kim's shirt before I went to bed. Huh? Interesting. See, don't and always trust it. A, so it's just a comfort thing, right? Like, well, uh, like, oh, you know, I've I've got somebody, and this is the smell that reminds me that I've got somebody. Well, here's what it says: the researchers found in this study, uh, participants who are as exposed to their partner's scent overnight experience better sleep quality, even though their partner was not physically present. Uh, mm. Our findings provide. Oh. oh, and Kim was present, so maybe that was the problem. Um, they provide new. <laughs> Maybe you should tell her that. I think the problem is, is that you're present. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'd love me to say that to her. Yeah. <laughs> um, the participants had an average sleep efficiency improvement uh, of more than two percent. That's not a lot, though, is it? No, two percent. No. That's like two percent better sleep. <laughs> doesn't seem worth it to me. Seems like maybe yeah. that's a. That's a. Number. I mean, if you just wrap the, uh, the the shirt around your face to where it's 
blocking your your airways, <laughs> maybe that's what's going to help you sleep better. <laughs> I thought of that. Um, let's see. To ca- oh, I don't want to read this part. It's gross. To capture body odor on the T-shirts, the participants' partners uh, were given a clean T-shirt to wear for 24 hours. Then they were asked to refrain from using deodorant and scented body products, smoking, exercising, or eating certain foods that could affect their natural body odor. Okay. Uh, the t-shirts were then frozen to preserve their scent. <laughs> this is a weird study. <laughs> frozen frozen scent shirt. Yeah, frozen scent shirt. Not into it. Uh, they reported feeling well-rested on the nights when they believed they were sleeping with their partner's scent. Moreover, uh, regardless of their beliefs about scent exposure, data from the sleep watch uh, watches indicated that objective sleep uh, improved when partners, uh, sorry, when participants were actually exposed to their partner's scent. So yeah, maybe, we, but I think it's still well, your theory holds. We just we know we've got a significant other that has our back and that they're there with us, and there's something humans need intrinsically with that. And at the end of the day, we're just you know we're not that different from dogs. We just smell, you know, we smell a thing and go, okay, I'm comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. I can yep. see it. I can see it. Uh, mm. All right, here's a <laughs> here's the thing. Nobody wants or nobody needs what everybody wants. All right, you ready for this? <laughs> Speaking of dogs, yeah. yes. Speaking of dogs, you can now buy a dog collar that will swear every time your dog barks. I want this. I kind of do too. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know it's what. Not I, that expensive either. Sixty bucks. It's not too bad. So, so for, it says here: for every treat uh, your good boy deserves, uh, but didn't get, for every inch that you didn't scratch, your dog can now vent out all its stress, frustration and cuss words. For fifty bucks, you get the cuss collar, which fastens around the dog's neck. We'll spit out a swear word every time your dog barks. It's currently sold out. Oh. Yeah. People, again, thing you don't need, but you want. I wonder how much of this was inspired by the movie Up. Oh, <laughs> that dog with the squirrel thing and all that. Could have been. Yeah. Uh, the pre-recorded words incl- include bullshit, the F-bomb, and the like, says this article. Hmm. I want to know what the like? What What's the like? Yeah, what, what is the like? What is the yeah. like? Does he does he use the c word, Scott? Yeah, the c word? Does he say like that that beeping uh, mailman is walking in front of our house again? <laughs> I don't think it does full sentences, but I like that idea. Uh, mischief. So is, really, what you hear is yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, that's it. It's like a dog with Tourette's, or a dog that's ups- <laughs> It's right. like a dog that that's upset that it barked. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, boof, yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. Boof, F. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, uh, this would freak awesome. my dog out. She would not bark after this. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a bark collar. It would just... This the, is uh, it'd six- be worse if that sort of thing triggered your dog to bark. So it yeah. would just be a vicious cycle. Yeah. You know, the uh, the collar would shout the uh, F-bomb, and then the dog would bark because they heard the F-bomb, and then the collar would shout or the, make the F-bomb sound again. Yeah. she would. She, my dog would just shut up and not ever bark again. She does that already with like a beeping collar or whatever. Just shuts her mm-hmm. down. She's done. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, there you go. Maybe it's a good way to stop your dog from barking, actually. Yeah. Hmm. So this is interesting. Yes. Oh. The company's most outrageous releases aren't products at all. This company's called Mischief, by the way. And they make things like bath bombs in the shape of a toaster that smells like strawberry Pop-Tarts. <laughs> uh, That's kind of great, actually. Yeah. They got a, don't tell your neighbor this, but they got a rubber chicken bong. Okay. Um, customized Nike sneakers, Nike sneakers with holy water from the River Jordan in the sole, aptly called Jesus shoes. 
but the company says their most outrageous release is not a product at all. Netflix Hangouts, an extension of Netflix, or Chrome or Google's Chrome browser launcher, or sorry, it's an extension on on Chrome. Launched by Mischief, lets you watch Netflix at work by making it look like you're on a conference call. So it looks like. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It probably oh my overlays God. your image on it or something. Their know. website is insane. I yeah. just put a link to it in the uh, uh, in the uh, chat room. Yeah. MSCHF.XYZ. Click that and have a look at their website. I love this. I <laughs> do. This is great. Look at this, some of the stuff. M Journal. It's a website that will turn any Wikipedia article into a legit-looking academic paper. Print it, and you got the grade. <laughs> MSCHF, uh, you guys. Is it .org or .com? Uh, which one? This uh, .xyz. Oh, XYZ. Here it is. Yeah. Look at this site. Okay. Man eating food. Hundreds of videos of a man eating every food Reddit requested. You guys got to see this. This is nuts. So they just have like... The persistence of chaos. Time never. Times newer Roman word of the day. Jesus shoes. Bull and moon. What's bull and moon? Let's take a look. Find this really is video of a guy eating mayonnaise. This is just nutty. Banana with eye contact. Oreos. Paper towel. Find tea bag. Find stocks that align with you and yours. Yeah, I don't know what that one is. It's a way to do stock stuff based on your zodiac sign. Really? They're weird. These guys are weird. <laughs> really weird stuff. Yeah. I'm into Jesus it. Shoes. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see the Jesus shoes. Customized Nike Air Max 97s with 60cc of holy water from the River Jordan in the soul. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, there's a red light on top of the on top of the. Briefcase. I know you. I know you brought this up, but I didn't read the whole. Like you, I know you said the Jesus shoes, but I didn't realize it had like uh, River Jordan holy water. Yeah, that was the part I said out loud. Was the River oh, okay. Jordan holy water? Right. <laughs> That's, right. okay. That's the rule. We only bring up the briefcase when we've said the thing. I know the. Yes. I know the rule. I will only use All it. Right, okay. I will only right. use it for that. Oh yeah, look at they even have a rotating shoe when you scroll it. Yeah. Oh, this is great. All right, my favorite new company. Are they publicly traded? Can click I get some swipe stock? is a desktop app that swipes on Tinder every time you click your mouse. Wow. <laughs> How is this even real? How about, also, why are we just hearing about this? Doesn't it seem like do they we have would... video of the of the uh, the cuss collar? Oh, they don't. Doesn't look like they do. Let's see. Cusscaller Jeez, this page takes forever to load because they've got such a high definition version of the. Uh, the dog wearing it everything about this site is nuts play video like none of this is none of this is standard web work here it's all crazy i think i love them Ooh. though i think i love them there's uh i'm hearing a video i'm not seeing a video <laughs> of them that's because they're mischief brian they're mischief there we go i want to hear the dog bark swear words they have video of that they do it's at the very bottom of cusscaller.com let's see i'm looking right now cusscaller <laughs> okay all right the video is fantastic scott <laughs> i'm gonna go get it i'm gonna go get it cusscaller.com cusscaller.com all right i'm going in 
Uh, it is F-bomby, just so you know. All right. I can, I can bleep it later. Okay, I'm playing okay. the video. Chad, here you go. Whoops. Oh, I'm muted. Hold on. So this is Grandpa. G-R-A-N-D-P-A-W. Um, I think about 40 seconds Grandpa's in. not a good dog. Where's the video? He's a great dog. Yeah, At the very, at the very bottom. And he, you know, the he, same problem he you likes were dogs. Having. He likes people. Yeah, where the video plays. He sometimes a little, has a little bit. Yeah, it's like playing and I'm just, I'm not getting. Okay, here we go. Oh, here he comes. Oh, okay. There he goes. Yeah. Right. E-R-A-N. He's a great dog. Yes. That's what he always says. And he, you know, he... He likes dogs. Is likes Why is people. it in about forty about forty Sometimes seconds in? It's only in one ear too. Yeah. yeah, I don't like. If that Grandpa can talk, okay. Here we go. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Shit! Are you sure? What? No, my dog went. It's got a terrible speaker on it, though. It does. It's got a horrible speaker, and also it's all. Why is that video all left? I feel like I'm being punked by these people. I, I know, yeah. The video, everything. The, the audio only in one ear is really messing with me. Dang it! It's mischief. That's why they're mischievous. They right. are mischief. What an odd company. All right. Well, anyway, yes. go get your uh, your thing. I guess go get your cuss collar. Final note: Utah man busted for using mice and hamsters to get free hotel rooms. Utah Connection. The Utah Connection. <laughs> Free hotel room connection. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, a man is facing criminal charges after police say admitted to releasing mice and hamsters at at least three different Utah hotels. Police say he has likely, uh, this has likely occurred at other motels uh, or hotels. Uh, police allege Ryan Stanell State or Centel State, age 37, would release the rodents in his hotel room, then complain about it to get the room for free. Two of these hotels, uh, or sorry, two of the three hotels police investigated and compensated state or that that paid him uh, yeah. went and looked into it. State uh, would point out feces left by the rodents, a probable cause, uh, statement says. Hotels are then forced to contact pest control when animals and feces are found in the room. Police say state and his gang of rodents caused damage to several hotel rooms. <laughs> eh, damage, but damage. a little Turns poo here and there, there. No big deal. Anyway, State is facing two charges of theft by deception and three counts of criminal mischief. Mischief, there it is again. Mischief. Uh, police, or sorry, human health and safety violations. All five charges are Class B misdemeanors. I feel well like done. there was a movie where the main character did this, maybe at restaurants or something, to get free meals. Mm -hmm. Like he would release cockroaches or release a mouse or something that he brought with him. Man, what's um, that from? That's from something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a cockroach in a little cage mm -hmm. or something, and then he would bring it out and go, oh, right. there's cockroaches in this diner. No, Choke would... Oh, the mouse and the beer and Strange Brew. That is exactly oh, it. Because I was thinking it was Rick it. Moranis, and I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, it was Bob and Doug McKenzie using it to get uh, free beer from Elsinore, <laughs> Elsinore Brewery. That's the one. Yep. Yes. Good call. No, uh, Telly Zarell, uh, choke, the guy would pretend to be choking, or actually he would start choking so that somebody would give him the Heimlich, yeah. and uh, then they'd be indebted to him for life. Right. <laughs> send, him, send him greeting cards with money every year because they felt bad about him choking and it's a pretty good, saved his life. Pretty good scam. Yeah. That scam. Sam Rockwell, man. Yeah. Great Sam Rockwell. He's great. He's great. Always. Elevates everything. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Daryl real quick about Star Trek stuff. So stick around for that. Uh, before that, though, a song. Do you have a song? 
I do. It's from a band called Post Animal. They're getting ready to release their album Forward Motion Goddessy, which is uh, just came out via Polyvinyl. Big thanks again to Polyvinyl and Grandstand Media. Um, they are touring the UK and the rest of Europe with Cage the Elephant. Um, great band for them to uh, to appear with. They're a Chicago six piece six piece band that does like psychedelic rock with a little bit of of uh, prog and power pop. Really, really good stuff. Totally dig these guys. Again, the brand new album is called Forward Motion Goddessy. Here is the song "Safe or Not" from Post Animal.
guys. Time to talk about our good buddies at Netgear. We love Netgear. Ah, uh, yes, Netgear. Hey, how old is your Wi-Fi feeling these days? Does it buffer all the time when you're trying to stream stuff? Does connecting new devices to it slow it down? Can it handle all the gaming video calls and large files you're throwing at it? And what happens when you try to do all that stuff at once? Oh, man. No good comes from that. It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest tech that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability. The result delivers the fastest Wi-Fi for all your devices anywhere in your home. Stream in HD, 4K, or even 8K without buffering, eliminate lag while gaming, and connect more devices to your Wi-Fi than ever before. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is like upgrading your Wi-Fi to first class, you know, like on a plane. It's very comfortable. Lay back, put your feet up. Mm. If you're ready for the West, the West, the best Wi-Fi ever, you can get it today from Netgear and never worry about Wi-Fi again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. And we thank them for supporting this show. Hey, what's up to all juggles and juggalettes, my juggle family? I'm back online because my grandma took away internet because I hit my brother with a can of ravioli. Okay, I just want to say I'm back. Whoop whoop. He can't hurt us. He can't get in here. This is the morning stream where you get to be the man. back everybody welcome back to the show i've been watching a lot of cartoons that's where i got this he can't hurt us he can't get in here i found this like <laughs> four hour <laughs> compilation of like the best warner brothers cartoons from the 40s and 30s and stuff like that uh-huh. cannot get enough of it i just love it it's just on that's it's cool. in the background it's so just what's, going what's I don't know. the theme of that cartoon like what cartoon is that uh that particular one is i don't remember but it was one of these ones where, okay, do you remember? Yeah, I'm sure you remember these. But growing up, there would be, you know, Bugs Bunny reruns and stuff on the weekend. Sure, sure. And some of them were like not about characters. They were almost, they were like fake little documentaries or newsreels where it'd be like, let's see what's going on overseas with the war or whatever. And it would be like, mm-hmm. you know, a, a dog in the army, or, you know, where they would be like these fake little vignettes of stuff or, or like a visit to the zoo and all the animals would do different things. It's very much okay. like a, I don't know how to describe them. It's just like little mini joke after joke after joke. Shorts. But not centered around like a repeating character that had like a series of these. Correct. And those are some of my yeah. favorites, man. They're so good. Huh. And they did not like the Nazis, man. Those guys. Well, no. Just, not not popular in a lot of places. Yeah, uh, surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> having a little bit of a resurgence lately. But yeah, not not, not very <laughs> thanks popular. To, thanks to Jojo Rabbit. Well done. Yeah, good job, guys. Anyway, <clears throat> so there's that. Oh, I watched what we do in the shadows again this weekend. The movie was so good. Oh yeah, I exposed good. it. Now to you got to watch the TV show. Yeah, I need to finally do it. I have. I'm ready. I've got all the episodes like queued up. I just mm-hmm. what's wrong with me? I love that movie. Why don't I see the I TV show? I don't know. Time. Brian's time. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's call 
Darrell Skeels. <laughs> Skeels. Yeah. Skeels. See what he has to say about things and stuff. Pull him in here. All right, here he comes. Uh, I think he already answered. Daryl, are you there? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, that was oh. so fast. Hello, and welcome to Star Trek Adventure. It's kind of fruity, isn't it? It's Daryl Skeels all the way from beautiful uh, uh, Seattle area-ish. Uh, mm-hmm. Up there in are Washington you State. Today or are you you off for President's Day? Oh no, I'm always here. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, usually you're usually off on the weird government holidays. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes. Well, no, not really. Are you alone? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe once or twice a year. Are you alone okay. today? Because it sounds like you're not. There's no one else talking in the background or anything. You kind of. Oh no, they're all listening. Are they really? They're, oh great! This is all perfect. around. <laughs> Okay, so a couple of I have a quick admission to make. I, f- I I finally got my butt together and was catching up on Picard, mm, but I'm cool. now only two episodes in, so I'm still now two, oh. what am I, two behind. <laughs> a nice, a nice little. Uh, I mean, something we knew was going to happen, but a nice little reveal at the end of the most recent episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I keep hearing that, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to catch up. So I'm gonna try to do that sometime before tomorrow. I don't know when I'm gonna have time, but I'm gonna try. Uh, but anyway, I'm still really enjoying it. I think that show's cool. Um, do you have do, do you have any thoughts on the big controversy? There was a big fat f bomb dropped in the sub- second episode. Some people are real bothered by that because it's like, whoa, whoa, you can't have f words in my TNG flavored mm. Star Trek. What's this about? Well, there's a, there's always been stuff like that, and but uh, the standards are different. Mm. And in the old days, like even in TOS, when Shatner said hell, that yeah. was like, oh my gosh, how did that get through? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true, right? Yeah, it's just a matter of what time you're you're doing this. And now this is like a cable directed, you know, direct to stream yeah. thing. It, they can do whatever they, they want. They can be wieners or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. They can be whatever they want. Then the second mm-hmm. question I had for you is, you live in a state where recreational marijuana is legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Star Trek. <laughs> does Dar- does Daryl partake in the in the gummies on the weekend or what's your deal? <laughs> no, no. No, yeah, no. not not your deal, not your thing. No, nah, never was. All right, or that's... I'd be doing it already. Right. <laughs> that's a good point, right? Sure. If you're already into how it. good the animated series, the Star Trek animated series would be with <laughs> yeah. a little gummy action on the side. I'd be into that. All right, that's all I had to say about any of those things. Uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of news happening around Star Trek, although. Um, Something started filming or something. What happened? You told me in the email. What was the deal? Oh, that's something else. But well, before I get to that, uh, I just wanted to say about Trek. I wish that they were not taking so long to get into the action part of stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny to hear you say that, though, because you're the one that usually champions the idea that it doesn't need to all be cinematic action all the time and that Star Trek in the movies never lives up to the dialogue heavy shows and you would prefer more that you think they're swinging too far that way it's just too much setup i think we should have had maybe three episodes of setup and then get going but it's we're halfway done and it's still doing setup stuff interesting Mm -hmm. although we are getting into it a little more now i think the next episode is gonna uh be more interesting okay i hope so yeah because i mean now we feel i feel like we are finally getting some some movement of the characters and and uh, and progress, story progression. What do yeah. you, What do you think of uh, the Romulan variety of heads? Because <laughs> it seems like 
Some of them have, some of them have got the real heavy Romulan brow with the eyebrows mm-hmm. pointing way down and all that. And then some of them are just kind of normal looking. Like, what's that about? I, I never liked the application thing on their foreheads. Never liked it. Interesting. Because all, um, all it did was make them look like evil Vulcans, right? Klingon. Or, uh, yeah, Vulcans, yes. Well, they are supposed to be an offshoot of Vulcans, so they should just look like Vulcans. So yeah. I don't know what the deal is. Right. Also, and um, yeah. what's his name? The um, uh, the guy that did the, um, oh, you know, the show with the ships and the stuff. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that did the, the stuff the, with the, the guy ships who did and the, the stuff. show with the ships and the stuff. Boy, you really, <laughs> you really narrowed it down. Really uh, got it down into the uh, an area that we could figure out. Boy. Quit being so specific. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Battlestar. Oh, that Battlestar. Oh, okay. yeah, oh Moore? Yeah, yeah. Ronald D. Moore <laughs> said that he never liked the... He always hated the Romulan foreheads, too. Really? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I don't... Well, they need to... They have to make them different in some way or else you never know what, who you're right. dealing with, right? Right. Like, well, that's okay, isn't it? I, is it? I don't know. It seems like it's that's a lot harder the, to... It's harder to tell who the good guys and the bad guys are. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Good good thing there. Mm, All right. Well, take a gummy. You might feel different in the morning. All right. (laughs) Uh, So, all right. No, no. The thing you were talking about there, something was filming, was the uh, next season of The Expanse, Expanse, which you Mm. apparently you just want to pump The Expanse. You love it so much. Yes, I do. (laughs) I want, I I am the dog (laughs) to The Expanse. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm so, I'm a little surprised by it given it's, grittier take and but maybe it's the more realistic take that's that's driving yes. it because trek has always yes, been, been about that too right like realism when when tos first came out it was seen as very realistic i mean even though really it's not but mm-hmm. <laughs> at its time it was mm-hmm. and now the i think the expanse is a lot of the same kind of we've never seen this before this is super realistic and it's still got positive stuff and hope and all that right it's nice also great characters i I love the characters it's also the books are wonderful you should read the books they're really good um but i uh one of the things i like about the expanse is that it it treats space travel um in a way that is more not just more realistic but also just more tenable it's like we're in the solar system that's far enough for now we don't we can't really go further and if we did what would we do and only that weird uh, the, the, the that Mormon ship they made is the only one that's going to try to go further than that. And and then they had um, what was their whole thing with like um, uh, oh when they fl- when they fly and they and they go into high burn mode or whatever, it's like really hard on their bodies and they have to drug themselves up and like that. Yeah, that's yeah. that stuff's fascinating, right? Like because that's kind of that's what right. we'd have to we'd have to figure out how to deal with that stuff. It doesn't go from space shuttle to Picard's in a nice carpeted room with wood paneling like you have to <laughs> you have to have that middle yeah. stuff right I like that yeah you can't just ignore science it's really there yeah uh, and uh, Matuba in the chat says is it me or does I can never say her name Avisaralalia Avisaralalia she's throwing more F-bombs than usual yes ever since this went to Amazon she's you know it's no longer a sci-fi show it's on Amazon and Amazon can do whatever they want so she's worse oh yeah but it's almost like it's it's almost too much like they're giving her like they're setting her up for responses that are super 
well, we'll just have to get the effing da 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 da. Yeah, it's a little bit of that, but she's also just like that in the book. So if anything, oh really? It's okay. only it only throws you because it only throws me even because the show because of the first couple seasons. Yeah, it started with her being much more benign, and now she's much more like the character in the book. Had she always been this way, we wouldn't think about it. But it's a little jarring. I, I kind of agree. That's a little bit weird. a little yeah yeah. But uh, that show is good, real good. And I'm glad mm-hmm. to hear you're liking it. I was worried about you though. I thought, I thought you would land on it more like you would with BSG, um, which I know you you know you liked fine, but I don't think it was your well, favorite thing, right? No, yeah. I, I I'm really sciency, so I really like the the realism of it. Yeah, me too. You know, gummy uh, edible gummy pot gummy bears are very sciency. <laughs> a lot of science. In <laughs> you can get a little science it's out of it. All that. science. Yeah, they don't just put those together with magic. You know, it's all science. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. Uh, it's all good and well. And uh, any news on when we're getting these damn animated shows? Because I want those kind of bad. Um, uh, what was it next year? I haven't even heard anything at all about them. Twenty twenty one, man. 20, yeah, I think that's right. Boo, boo. But also, okay. But yay for yay for uh, Bugs Bunny and all that. Oh yeah, no, you're a big fan too, right? You love that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna yep. send you this link of this four hour compilation. It's on YouTube is, is all, so you can just watch it anywhere. And it's great. And it's all 4K up-res stuff. Like, it looks great. Um, wow. They have a big, ugly watermark on it, but that's you you forget about it pretty quick. Um, and it's some of just the most classic old... You know, you get to see the the transition from El, of Elmer Fudd from... They don't show the one where he's a black guy, because that never got released. <laughs> yeah, um, thank goodness. And it's really... That, that photo you posted was super, like... Oh, oh yeah. Yikes, yeah. We're pretty bad. But then there's this, like big body small head version of him and then there's the big head small body version that we all know We're now all with, yeah it's weird yeah. it's weird how he changed uh, but his voice kind of stayed the same during all of it it's very odd anyway uh i'll send you <laughs> i'll send stuff. you that and you can check check it out uh well i guess that's it daryl uh, anything else you want to pimp or say or talk about i oh, think that's it he has this week in trek at this week in trek.com where they talk about at length all these trek issues and things and uh, it's a good show you guys should check it out you can also find him on the internet at the trek nerd ga 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 or ga 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 okay ga, ga, i love ga, how ga. i love how he has to be quiet because there's people in there today i freaking ga, love ga, that. Ga. hold on ga, ga, ga. we're Why? still gogging guys ga. gogged out now there you go <laughs> hang up still gogging <laughs> After all these years. That's right. Here is uh, here's our chance to play a mashup. After the mashup, yeah. we're going to eat something. And then I think that's a show. Oh, yeah, we're good on time. So here we go. Uh, mashup. Jamie sent this in, and it's great. Uh, he appears to be back on the saddle fully, and he's uh, prepared one for us. It is called the Monday Mashup, Dr. Strafange. 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 Enjoy. Prop crop. Prop, prop crop. Prop crop. Prop crop. Proper crap! Excuse me. <laughs> oh, auto bang. Uh, auto bang. Auto, auto, auto bang. bang. Yeah, auto bang. <laughs> auto bang a dong. Get it on. Auto bang a dong. Bang a dong. Get it on. Blew a little too hard and a little too fast. Number one. Time for you to go out and do number two. <laughs> you locked with password one two three. I yeah. typed password one two three and then I got in. I can't believe I get in with password <laughs> one two three. Did she go? <laughs> 
And a little egg fell out of her swan dress. Great. Globojar, go defend the eastern region. They assign a transformer to the entire yeah. eastern region. Wow. It's like a rep for one of the pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> You've got the eastern region. Don't spend too much on your per diem, Globojar. <laughs> Some nasty ass freaking disgusting out in the wild laying in his own shit pig. Oh, yeah. I don't think I would put that in my mouth. Mm-hmm. A Spartami. A Spartami. <laughs> I'm a Spartami. A Spartami. Yeah. This is a Spartami. Yeah, I am a Spartami. No, I am a Spartami. <laughs> but she has an untitled Lila Neuerbarger project coming out this year. That's not a real name, is uh, it? There's no way that person. Lila Neuerbarger. Bauer. Neuerbauer. All right. Neuerbauer, sure. Valorin <laughs> Megabladder has told us that we need to go defend the Eastern region. Valorin Megabladder. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that's separating him from us is a thin layer of gabardine. And, you know, whipping this out at a bar or something, people are going to go, ooh, what? Let me see that. Yeah, like, yeah I ride it naked. I'm yeah. seriously going to jam this microphone up my own butt. I'm so pissed. The strafanger in the morning. What does that mean? Strafs, is that supposed to be stranger? STR. Oh, a strap hanger. No, a strap hanger. What's a strap hanger? Is it I think someone who's holding on by one of the straps oh. in the subway. Okay. All right. Never heard of that. The fanger. Because it looks like a fanger, you know, the pH. All it takes is an APH to turn a strap hanger into a stranger. Strafanger. Anyway, on a morning A train, pull the Can't bottle wait to cap. watch uh, Dr. Strafange next year, the <laughs> multiverse of madness. I noticed a lot of the Eastern region thing mentioned. In well, there. once I said it once, then I decided to bring it back for. Uh, I like For it. Valerian uh, Mega Bladder. <laughs> yeah, Valerian Mega Bladder is an amazing name. Valerian Mega Bladder. <clears throat> I want a video game with that guy in it. <laughs> All right, we have not done a uh, food thing in a while. No. Um, because people just got. And there are some of the things in this box that we probably won't be able to do as trying it on the show because they need to be. There's a lot of cooking involved with some of these. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's stuff we're going to have to just sort of review or have ready for the show or something like that. But we do have this beef jerky. Uh, grab that dude's name while I play this. Here it is. The spacious and highly scientific workshop designed for the preparation of good food in great quantity. All right. Good food, great quantity. Let's see. What we, oh, these are aromatic. Mike Savaria from Westport, Massachusetts. That is some strong beef. Really? Take a, take a whiff of that. Open that Ooh. up. Ooh, yeah. Boy, yeah. that's like, uh, that's... is this teriyaki? What's the... It's um, got a great... Sent to it. Tab. Where'd it go? Okay, here we go. This is Korean barbecue is what it is. Mm. Uh, Korean barbecue, really? grass-fed, grass-finished, no hormones, no antibiotics. Uh, Brothers is the brand. And uh, it is uh, really aromatic. Oh, it smells good, though. Mm-hmm. All right, so you just take out a little cube here, or a little uh, slice. I just took out a little chunk. I don't. Mine doesn't say Korean barbecue, so we might have gotten different flavors. Oh, Oh, on your nutrition. Does it say to the left of um, where does it say? On your nutrition um, label on the back. Oh, right above. No, it. mine is burning pig. Oh, all right. You got burning pig. I got Korean barbecue. That's why I was saying. Okay, that's that's when I said burning pig. You didn't respond. So <laughs> yours doesn't say burning pig. Oh yeah, yeah no this, wonder. I, I don't see. know what you were talking about. I was like burning yeah. pig. Oh, mm. I was just like, oh, Brian's got a pet name for for jerky. I didn't know about. <laughs> Mm. Hey, honey, you got any burning pig? I'm going to go on a... Oh, is it hot? It's spicy, man. <laughs> oh, it's good, though. Mine's not at all. Mm. It's very good, though. Mm. This would be good all on right. a hike. Go hiking with this. Mm. There you go. 
<clears throat> yeah, I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Very, very Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. And um, I like to eat. We do, have some, we do have some fava nuts and pumpkin seeds that we can eat on the future. Oh, do we? What's fava nuts? Fava nuts. Never, I guess they are. Never heard of that. Yeah. Fava nuts. All right. I'm down. Um, I mean, I guess they're slices of fava beans. Mm-hmm. And a nice Chianti. Crisped. Crisped down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the three ingredients in here are favas, salt, and oil. I've never heard of those, but I will gladly try those on a future episode. <laughs> the nuts of the fava. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great movie. It was very yes. good. All right. Well, we'll... Uh, We'll give that a shot next uh, next time. Uh, well done. Or who's uh, sorry? The name again? Who, who gave Mike this? Savaria? Mike Savaria. I got to remember his name. Yes. Thank you, Mike, for that. And uh, sorry it took so long for us to do it. It was mostly me waiting for my PO box people to realize there was a box there. So I don't have to worry about a PO box anymore, Scott. That place closed over the weekend, so I'm I'm PO boxless. I've temporarily changed my address oh, on the website you said to reflect this. that. But I'm trying to decide if I'm going to. There's a, a UPS store up the way that I might. Might switch it over to. I just realized I have you listed in. Oh yeah, update that one. I'll give you. I'll give you a new address to update that to. Oh okay, cool. Send that. We'll do it after the show, just or whenever. Mm-hmm. Just email or text it over or whatever. Uh, okay. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's going to be the show, everybody. Tomorrow there will be uh, a new TMS as well, and we'll have all sorts of fun. So come back for that. And um, a reminder: on Friday we had a really good TMS PM episode. 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 And we put that episode up on the internet, and uh, it's there now. And uh, how would you know? Well, you'd have to be a patron to know, because that's where it goes now. And if you go to Patreon.com/TMS, you can sign up at the very low minimum amount of a dollar a month, and you would get those four extra episodes a month. Uh, or I guess it's three, because one of them is a play date. But uh, but yes, like do that. Be there. Have fun. It's great. We love doing PM, and we'd love to have you there. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Uh, real quick, I was gonna, oh, I was gonna ask you, I was gonna ask you something important, and it was supposed to be on the air. And what was it? If it was so important, hmm. I would have written it down. Hmm. Um, crap. Oh, oh, Brian, no, 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 I know. Have you stolen any glasses from bars recently, Brian? <laughs> I, I know what it is. The, uh, uh, the, the, um, uh, oh, actually, I had a question about that. Okay, before I tell you this, the glass you took, is it a, mm-hmm. those shot glasses? What do those look like? It is like it's a little sake glass, so it's it's um it's upstairs, but I show it. So it's one of those glasses that kind of is in the shape of a of a beer can. Yeah, you know those are popular right now, mm-hmm. but it's only about this big because it's for sake, and you don't drink, you don't guzzle, you know, a pint of sake at once. <laughs> you certainly should not. Yeah, that's true. You should not. Yeah. But, um, and oh, then it cool. says Caro Sake Company. I'm I'm tempted because I also bought um three full bottles of their sake to take home. And um, when I go and have those refilled, because you get a discount when you bring them back to get refilled, I'm thinking about bringing the glass back and saying, yeah, I don't remember taking this and I'm sorry. And Or I just keep it and we never speak of it again. Or you just show up one day and say, or next time you go there, say, yeah, last time I was here, somehow this ended up in my pocket. You'd probably make yeah. all kinds of good uh, good vibes there. Be goodwill, exactly. Or I mean, what if I they went, that- swarm, swarm, we found him, we found him, swarm. <laughs> the one glass. We have thousands of these glasses but we we're worried about this one yeah i could see that happening mm-hmm. uh anyway oh and so the other thing i was going to ask you was the uh so are we still we we're trying for a saturday play date today this yeah month? the 29th, 29th. Uh, our, our bonus day of the month will be a bonus day for uh gaming and uh 
right after film sack we will be doing um patron play date yep and we're gonna see if we can keep brian and randy on for that yeah if they are oh, i guess we haven't asked them yet but they should be willing ish i think so yeah. yeah um let's see i think we should set a time of we usually get done 11, by 11 mountain or we get done by 11 11 30 11 we're usually done by 11 all right uh, we'll we start 11. at nine rare that we go two hours two full hours with so it'd be 11 to 12 12 to 1 mm -hmm. 1 to 11 2 to 1 is it one or two? No? We do two hours. Yeah, so it'd be 11. 11 to 12 is one. Oh, you're right. One. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, there's that. And I'm just deleting PM from the schedule here. Okay. All right. Uh, yes, cool. that was all I wanted to confirm. So, yes, our next play date will be that. We'll have the film site guys with us, I think, unless there's something weird I'm sure they'll want to join. And uh, we'll have a great time. So looking forward to and that. And the following week, I won't be available for FilmSec. But I'll post that on our FilmSec discussion list. You in Chicago then? I'm going to be in Chicago, yeah. Shit taco? Just kidding. I'm the Windy City. Well, excellent. It'll get a little more windy while Brian's there. Um, <laughs> that's right, exactly. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for the show, everybody. Thank you for joining us and being here. Let's uh, give you a little musicality before we leave. Brian, play a song for him if you wouldn't. Sure. Hugh Rollinson sent this in way back in November of last year, requesting it for this specific day. So I am going to honor that. He says, hey, guys, it's my birthday. I think I'm 27, but they're all starting to blur together. Oh, really? If they're blurring together at 27, yeah. Mr. I'm uh, only uh, you know, barely... Almost. Let me rephrase that. Almost half our ages. Yeah, yeah. A little, little less, little less, but yeah, a little be less, fine. but, but pretty, pretty damn close. I thought I'd request a cover of the track that annoys Brian because Ariel can't remember the word for feet. <laughs> uh, if it offends your sensibilities or you can't play it for some other reason, any Carly Rae Jepsen adjacent cover will suffice. Love the show, though. Hey, Jean Luc, how many lights are there again? Oh, shoot. do you have that as an audio clip? I think so. Let me pull it up. Uh, also, real quick, can I just say we give heat to millennials, but, yeah. he, but he's the, my kind of millennial. I love yeah. everything he said. <laughs> right, yes. that is amazing. All right, lights, uh, four lights. Right, we got four lights. There, here we go. Four lights. There are four lights. There you go. Therefore, that's right. Yep. See, uh, uh, spoiler alert on uh, on Picard. He finally admits that there were five. Oh, in thank, the later episode. Thank goodness, because and by the way, I, if they make one more reference to how much he loves Earl Grey tea, I'm gonna fart. Uh, well, they they stop. You're you're uh, you're at the point where they haven't mentioned it. Okay, because I'm in done. A while. I'm I, done they with maybe it. mention it one more time in the third episode. I can't remember, but uh, I'm done with the tea references. We get it, dude. We get it. You named your dog episode. number one, and you love the tea. <laughs> All right. Episode four. He leans over and says, "Guyman, by the way." <laughs> I really, there were five lights. <laughs> I don't know if I've told you. By, by the way, I need to get something off my chest. Uh, all right. So Hugh Rollinson wanted to hear uh, Carly Rae Jepsen's cover of Part of Your World, the song that Ariel sings in Little Mermaid. I'm kind of bummed that he's, instead of choosing another cover of Part of Your World, which I do have a ton of, he decided for another cover of Carly Rae Jepsen. I'm not going to play the cover of Party of World by Carly Rae Jepsen. It is exactly what you think it is, and so there's really no reason to play it here. Mm. Plus, I don't think... Actually, I do think that one's licensed uh, with an agency that I don't have access to. So, oh. how about... Uh, he did say another Carly Rae Jepsen-related cover. This is this is a good one. How about a ska version of Call Me Maybe? Because oh, like that's that. a thing. Yeah. Uh, here are the Holophonics from the Masquerades Volume 1 album from 2012. Uh, playing a cover that you're going to want to dance to with your, oh, what are they called? Oh, yeah, feet. Here's <laughs> Call Me Maybe by the Holophonics. 
Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I am the last one. Okay.